Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. We would be honoured if you would join us. Hello there indeedy Star Wars fans and welcome back to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. My name's Gary, your host for this week and welcome to episode 114. I hope you are keeping well and keeping safe and healthy. Lots of stuff kicking off in the UK this week. So if you're a UK listener, then it's uh, good times at the minute. We've got England through to the finals of the Euros. We've got the government announcing the lockdown measures coming to an end. The travel list is growing and all that stuff. So it's a good time. Uh, at the minute and uh, in terms of Star Wars news we've got some really cool news to come up we've got one new story that's a wee bit um, should I say uh, kind of unexpected uh, and also a bit controversial in a way but other than that the Star Wars news is all good and I hope that you are doing something Star Warsy, uh, as you know the sun's out you know people are getting out and doing their holidays and stuff like that but if you've managed to watch a wee bit of Star Wars or you've managed to uh to play a bit of Star Wars gaming, and that's all good. That's pretty much what we do here at SOR Towers, is play Star Wars games, read Star Wars books, build Star Wars Lego. You know the drill. You know the drill. And if you're listening from another country, if you're in the US, Australia, uh, over in Asia, whatever, then it's good to have you here as well, obviously. We're a global podcast, because our analytics says so. Our analytics, powered by Captivate.fm our podcast host. And they say that we are global. So yeah, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, I hope you are keeping well. So Mark's not here this week. He's uh, still on vacay, having a bit of a break, having a nice mental and physical break from everything, which is fair enough. He works bloody hard, does that lad. So he's having a break. And uh, it's going to be me giving you one of those whenever we do a solo show, whether it's uh, Mark or I, we do a, a slightly shorter one because nobody wants to hear somebody waffle on on their own for ages. So we do a slightly shorter one. We just round up the news and so on, which is exactly what I'm going to do today. So we've got, yeah, this kind of weird uh, story around not just Star Wars, but a bunch of, of films and so on with us that's had their, their ratings upped to a, a more mature level um not too much but just the next one up but that's kind of causing a, a wee bit of a bit of a backlash and some controversy so i'm going to go into that then we've got some news on Zack snyder kind of doing a star wars film kind of not but yeah that's that's going to be cool uh, we've got an update on the book of boba fett from tamira morrison uh, we've got a really cool award being handed out to one of the uh authors in the world of star wars and then lastly We've got a nice update from Patty Jenkins on the upcoming Rogue Squadron film. So that's all good. Before I kick off with all that stuff, though, please make sure that you follow or subscribe to our show on whatever podcast app you listen on. You can do that by uh, going to those apps that you're searching for, Spark of Rebellion, 
that'd be awesome. Obviously, if this is the first time you've found our show, uh, make sure you do that so you won't miss a show when it lands every single Saturday. Generally speaking, Mark and I do these uh, shows together. Long-time listeners, welcome back. By the way, you know this stuff, but for anyone that's just discovered our show, uh, it's normally two of us doing this, but when one of us is busy or on holiday, then uh, yeah, it's just uh, the other one uh, riding in the Falcon. So um, yeah, do that. You won't miss a show. They come out every Saturday. And um, we are on the socials too. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So uh, give us a search for us in those uh, on those platforms. And we chat Star Wars throughout the week. It's all cool. Uh, or just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Twitter or forward slash Instagram. That'll take you straight to our page and you can give us a follow there. And if you like what we do here, if you like SOR, you want to support us, uh, like our current patrons, uh, you can do that uh, at patreon.com uh, forward slash spark of rebellion. We'd love to have you as a supporter. It keeps the lights on, so to speak. And uh, as I said, thank you to our current patrons. We uh, we appreciate your support. Um, it's very, very cool. So thank you for that. Right, with that stuff out of the way, let's crack on to the first, crack on with the first news article, which is this um, weird thing, like the classification uh, certificates for a bunch of films recently. This is in the UK, by the way, uh, have been upped by the, the British board uh, of film classification, the BBFC, and they've they've picked out. I'm, I'm assuming this is from complaints from um, families and parents over the years, and it's kind of built up, and now they've made the decision to to do that. And they've also said that, as well as that, they've pointed to quote unquote changing social standards as a bit of a justification for this as well. And there's been a bunch of films. So before I get onto Star Wars, things like. Rocky uh, has been changed, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Rocky's been changed. Um, there's, uh, there's a bunch of uh, places that reported, by the way, on this. Uh, we've got The Express. Uh, we've got The Telegraph. We've got Yahoo Movies. Everybody's basically doing it. But uh, yeah, it's weird. So Flash Gordon, uh, Star Wars, obviously, Rocky. A bunch of them have just been changed from what was... In, here in the UK, we have a certificate called PG, which stands for Parental Guidance which essentially means that if you feel like this movie or this film, sorry, might be inappropriate in certain places for your, for your, your wee ones, however old they might be under 12, then you could say, Oh, I don't really, you know, you shouldn't be watching it, but you know, if you want to, it's fine. But we just recommend, you know, our guidance as parents is that, you know, watch it, but that doesn't stop them from watching it. It's not like, uh, if you're a 11 year old and you turn up at the cinema to watch a PG film, and there's a few of you, you've been dropped at the cinema by your parents, they're off to have several bottles of wine, uh, you can still go into the film, it's, you know, it's it's okay. Whereas if you try to get into a 15 film, or, you know, or a 12A or something like that, and you're only 10 or 11, then that wouldn't work. This is all obvious stuff, right? But uh, So, Rocky, that was a PG, that's now been up to a 12A. The reason for that is moderate violence, mouthed strong language and domestic abuse, uh, which is fair enough, I guess. The Lord of the Rings, the second one, uh, sorry, the first one, The Fellowship of the Ring, that's also been moved up to a 12A for moderate fantasy violence and threat. Mm. Yep, The Elephant Man, that's gone up as well. Flash Gordon, Flash Gordon's gone up to a 12A from a PG. Apparently, that was. Uh, I think this relates to that kind of social uh, changes uh, and stuff like that. So I think that's around Max von Sydow or Sydow. 
playing um, Mingna Merciless, who's meant to be like an Asian-looking character, but is played by a you know a Western or a Swedish, French, European actor. Things like that. So it's all a bit weird. Moving on to Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Yep, The Empire Strikes Back is now a PG, and this has gone up from a U. So for those of you not in the UK, a U is basically just a free-for-all. There's no guidance, there's nothing at all. Everything in the film is just completely fine. You can watch it from any age. It's all good. But now that's been updated to a PG, and the reason for that, apparently, is moderate violence and mild threat. So there we go. If you were thinking of getting your small kids for Christmas a copy of The Empire Strikes Back on Blu-ray or VHS, depending on your particular circumstances, then you'll have to think again, apparently. No good. And like I said, a load of places have all commented on that. And I, I guess the uh, the way to look at this is that regardless of your feelings around this stuff, it was bound to happen at some point. A, lo- a lot of the places that you will read, like all the different newspaper websites and entertainment blogs and so on, a lot of them have used things like the woke culture has now um, destroyed our freedom to watch films. The snowflake generation has caused this and all that stuff. It was bound to happen at some point. So regardless of your feelings on it, I think it's something we're going to have to get used to, not just with older films that have now been reclassified, but um, newer films that are coming out. If you looked at the, if you watched the trailer and you looked at the general feeling and content of a film that's coming out, you would probably think, especially if you're my generation, you would probably think, oh, it's not too bad. That's probably going to be a PG or something. The likelihood is just go up one from what you thought it was going to be. I think that's kind of kind of going to be the trend moving forward. But yeah, The Empire Strikes Back, reclassified to a PG from a U. There we go. Right, Zack Snyder and his film. Ages ago, when Disney did the buyout, Zack Snyder apparently pitched a film uh, called Rebel Moon. Uh, I don't know if that was the working title at the time, or if it was going to be the title at the time, but apparently it was going to be a standalone Star Wars film. And because if you back, if you remember when the, the Disney buyout thing happened, they did this crazy schedule thing where they said, we're going to bring out, I think it was starting in two years time after the buyout, they were going to bring out uh, a film, a Star Wars film every year for the foreseeable future or something. So they were going to do a continuation of the saga one year. Then they were going to do a standalone slash spin off the next year then a saga film, then a spin-off, blah, blah, blah. So I'm assuming that this Zack Snyder film was going to be slotted in to, to fit into that schedule as one of the standalone or spin-offs. And he pitched it, apparently it didn't go anywhere. But because of the success that he's clearly had from other franchises and films over the last few years, but more importantly, the Army of the Dead film that hit Netflix a little while ago, apparently that went nuts. So couple of months ago that came out it's now one of the most watched original films straight away so that's gone nuts and now people are sort of taking notice he's not just the batman guy or he's not just the dc guy you know that sort of thing so the kind of synopsis for this is the film picks up 
on the outskirts of some galaxy somewhere. There's a peaceful colony uh, on one of these planets, and it finds itself under siege by a tyrannical ruler known as Balasarius. So in an effort to defend themselves, the colony's inhabitants, they send a young woman with a quote-unquote mysterious past to travel to other worlds to find warriors who will help them. So you can already tell that it sounds a wee bit Star Wars-y and would probably have fit, you know, it fit quite well with what they were doing at the time. But we all know that, you know, how the schedule just got obliterated and stuff like that. So, and all the spin-offs and whatnot. So anyway, he's working on this script. He's picked it back up again. He's working on it with the Army of Dead co-writer Shay Hatton and the co-writer of the film 300, Kurt Johnstead. And um, Zack Snyder's gone on, he did an interview and basically said, this is me growing up as an Akira Kurosawa fan, a Star Wars fan. It's my love of sci-fi and giant adventure. My hope is it also becomes a massive IP and a universe that can be built out. And um, he then goes on to say, I've spent the last two or three years building out this universe. Every corner has to be painted in. I've been doing designs, constantly drawing and really cultivating its fertile ground to make it to make this world fully realised. So it does sound kind of cool, and he's hoping that it will start production at some point next year. But I think this will be a goer. I honestly think this will be a... I think based off the success of Army of the Dead and his previous stuff, because kind of redeemed himself a wee bit, didn't he, with the whole Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. That sort of went away. So basically, if you look at that from the outside looking in, that's him essentially saying, look, this is what I wanted to do. I know that you viewed the original film as my film, but really it's not. You know, that's that wasn't my intention. This is more like, you know, this still isn't my ideal, but this is more like the sort of thing that I wanted to do. And people took note of that. And then, as I said, the, the recent success of Army of the Dead. So, yeah, I'm not sure if this is going to be a Netflix thing as well, or if it's going to be a, um, you know, a theatrical release in cinemas and so on. We'll keep you updated, but it does sound kind of cool. So it, I, I think if you, as, as Star Wars fans as well, this could be a nice little distraction if there's not much going on in the world of Star Wars at the time. This could be cool. So moving on to Tamira Morrison. He's confirmed some of the directors that have been working on the Book of Boba Fett. We kind of knew this was coming anyway, but he said um, uh, in a recent interview with The Express here in the UK, he said, we've got some great directors on board. Robert Rodriguez, uh, John Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard and Dave Filoni. They've all been working on it as directors. And he gave specific praise to John Favreau saying, John has come up with some magical formulas. I think we're blessed in the way that Favreau has all that Marvel experience. So we know where these storylines go. Let's see what happens. So he's been a little bit secretive there for obvious reasons. And uh, when he was asked about, would there be a second season specifically for Boba Fett? He said, they'll probably want to test the waters first. There's been no talk about it. And he's left it there, which is fair enough. And um, yeah, this is really cool. I think it's kind of expected because I would say that the four directors that he's mentioned, which also worked on the second series of uh, The Mandalorian. I apologise for my voice and my breathing, by the way. I'm just coming out. I'm just getting over a, a crappy cold and I'm aware that my breathing sounds a bit a bit laboured. So apologies for that. But uh, yeah, so the, the, the directors, these guys, they all worked on 
the Mandalorian. So it was a safe bet, really, that they were going to come back and make sure that the foundation was solid for this series. Because although Disney Plus has done really well for Star Wars, it has to continuously be the top of its game. So I'm under no illusions that there'll be other directors and possibly a couple that we've not heard of too much. But I would say that these guys uh, are a good safe bet and will probably continue that same feeling that we had from The Mandalorian. Not necessarily in terms of specific storytelling or characters, but definitely in terms of how they handled Boba Fett in The Mandalorian, how they're going to make that feel. It's probably going to feel like a continuation of The Mandalorian in some ways. So that's all good. So it's Mary Morrison there. A little bit of confirmation about what's going on in that upcoming stuff. Right, book awards. These are always good. Always good to have some positive news for things related to The Rise of Skywalker, because it's not always viewed in the best light by Star Wars fans uh, in general, I guess, but also the wider uh, Star Wars fandom. Uh, What I mean by that is if you're a fairly young Star Wars fan and your first exposure to the Star Wars universe was the sequel trilogy, then uh, I think you're probably more likely to have enjoyed that stuff. But multi-generational fans the wider Star Wars universe, it kind of from the last Jedi onwards, it just doesn't, it just hasn't really sort of landed that well. So some good news for a change. So Michael Kogi, I think I'm saying this right, Michael Kogi or Michael Kogi, uh, he wrote the novelization for The Rise of Skywalker and it was put in for nomination in the, uh, the best young adult slash middle grade novel in the Scribe Awards for this year, 2021. And uh, he got on to win it, which is amazing. So he put a tweet out saying, exciting news, the novel, The Rise of Skywalker, a junior novel, was won the 2021 Scribe Award for Best Young Adult slash Middle Grade Novel. Then he goes on to say, since books like this are a team effort, uh, he goes on to thank a couple of people uh, and is very thankful for letting him conclude the trilogy of trilogies, which is a cool way of putting it. So this is actually really well deserved because I think... We'll have to catch up with Mark in a few weeks because he drunkenly ordered all of the novelizations of all the Star Wars films a few weeks back or a month or so back now. So I know he's only just crashed through The Phantom Menace. I think he's on Attack of the Clones. Could be wrong. But anyway, at some point he's going to get onto this one. So we'll quiz him about that. But yeah, some positive news for The Rise of Skywalker for a change. So well done, Michael. Good stuff. And lastly... Just want to finish up on Patty Jenkins giving us an update on Rogue Squadron. So we had the announcement a while ago now that she did that really cool little video where she's um, she's uh, rollerblading around. She's on an airstrip somewhere. She's talking about her feelings growing up with her dad being a pilot and so on. And she gets there gets that point in the in the announcement where she just pops a lid of her car, takes the rollerblades off and she puts on a jumpsuit, the camera pans around and she starts walking towards an X-Wing. It is so badass. And the music for that um, announcement trailer was awesome as well. Very, very cool little video. Anyway, that was a while ago. And uh, we there, there was some chatter recently around whether this was actually A, still going ahead and B, what the state of the script was because she's been associated with some other big projects and I think um, a few people thought that this film had just been um, demoted down the list and she wasn't really working on it. 
However, she has gone on to say that that's not true. She said, I've already been working. She said she was already working on this stuff for six months before they made that announcement video, uh, which was at the end of last year. So December, in some point in December 2020, that's when that video went out. She was already working on it for half a year before that. She then goes on to say that we were pretty deep into it. We're now finishing the script up. We're putting the crew together and it's all going wonderful, which is great news. So I think based on that, they're probably going to start. Uh, would they start rolling cameras next year? Yeah, probably. So they're going to start rolling cameras next year, it sounds like. So this is another one of those things where, in a similar way to Tamira Morrison confirming that what the directors were, and when we've Mark and I have spoken about, we've seen crew members and all the big shoot stuff happening across the UK. This stuff is really needed because what happens with Star Wars generally is that the uh, things kind of get lost in the ether and you find yourself wondering what the hell's going on with stuff. Not just films, but it happens with video games uh, and certain Disney Plus titles that were announced a few months back. But you end up feeling like, oh, is, is this really happening? I know that we they announced it and we spoke about it briefly, but we've heard zero. So it's good that every now and then the, the director or somebody that's involved with it, you know, in an interview openly says, Yep, it's all good. It's being worked on. We're doing this. We're doing that. Thumbs up. All good. So we know that Patty Jenkins has been involved in in the Wonder Woman movies. And uh, that's one of the things that she comments on, actually. Somebody said that when you're, when you're working on Wonder Woman, it, it must have felt very different to working on Star Wars because with Wonder Woman, it's kind of uh, the, the DC Universe stuff hasn't really got as much in the way to worry about in terms of continuity and you know there's a with star wars there's a huge huge um weight on people's shoulders to make sure that not only it delivers on quality but it also adheres to just the the mammoth um bubble of story that's already there you have to adhere to certain rules which is what the story group is there for and so on and she goes on to say that it's an entirely different way of working she says i'm on the phone all of the time and doing zoom meetings with everybody involved in star wars and she said it's all the time she said i'm fairly free to do the story that we want to do but you really need to know who's done what who's doing what where it goes and how it works and what designs have been done before it's a whole other way of working that i'm getting up to speed on so that's that's good and bad i guess because actually no it's but it's good in both ways because she's obviously saying that She's, she feels like she's got some freedom. Now, this is really key because a couple of weeks ago, Mark and I spoke about, who did we speak about? Kevin Smith, who got to work on, or is working on the new He-Man reboot for Netflix. And we both said, pretty much we read each other's mind on this, that when you give, in that case, it was Kevin Smith, but when you give the director the space and the freedom to just do what they do, and we saw it with The Mandalorian as well. When you give people like Dave Filoni, John Favreau, when you just give them the space to just bugger off and just do what they do best without all the constant interference and meddling from like other students, like people that have, this was one of the main complaints that George Lucas had way back in the original trilogy. When he, before he started working on Star Wars and was doing American Graffiti, he was really pissed off that, 
he felt like he came up with a good film, which is a good film, but the the suits, as he called them, worked at the studio. When they saw the film, before it got released to the public, they were like, nah, that bit doesn't work. We need to change that. We need to edit that bit and mess around with this bit. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing? This is my film. And they were like, no, it's our film. <laughs> that that was the crux of it. It's like, you may have directed it, but this belongs to us. So we can do what the hell what we want with it. And, you know, that led on to him wanting to be disconnected from the Hollywood system and all that stuff. Same sort of thing with Kevin Smith. When you just give him the space and be creative and do his thing, that trailer for He-Man just looks absolutely sweet, really cool. So I'm really hoping that what, what, how she describes it is I'm fairly free to do the story and what we want to do. I'm hoping that they really give her that space to do that. Of course, on the other hand, you have, like I was saying earlier, you have to adhere to all the story elements and all the character trees and all the timelines and and all that stuff and the, the, the specific design of the Star Wars universe. You have to work within that. But yeah, it sounds good. As long as she's given that space and freedom, it could be cool. It could be very cool. And she's a great director as well. And if you watch any interviews with her, or if you've seen any behind-the-scenes footage of Wonder Woman or anything like that, she's a really, really, just a really cool person anyway. Even if she wasn't a director, she's like the sort of person that you would absolutely kind of gravitate towards a geeky event, you know, Comic-Con or something like that. Because she's just really cool. She's a very cool person. So that's Rogue Squadron. Patty Jenkins giving us an update on that stuff. Which sounds good. And that's where we're going to wrap there. That's all the... Uh, there's a couple of little bits sort of knocking around. Um, uh, I kind of want to wait for, for Mark to come back before I speak about a couple of things. So we had a really cool announcement trailer that went out recently for Star Wars Visions which was the, um, the the anime style stuff that's coming next year. I think it's next year. But I want to talk through that with Mark. And there's also um, a couple, just a couple of other bits around uh, the Mandalorian and the Boba Fett stuff that I think would be good to talk through with Mark. So I'll save those bits for next week when hopefully Mark will be back and we'll go through that. But for now, for this week, I'm going to leave it there. And that, Star Wars fan, is going to be episode 114. Thank you for coming back for another week and listening to me waffle on about Star Wars news and stuff. But you have to admit there is some cool stuff happening at the minute. The uh, the award given to Michael, I'm sure that's Kogi. I'm very sorry, Michael, if I'm butchering that name. But yeah, uh, very cool that Michael's bagged an award for The Rise of Skywalker. Some positive news around that film, which we uh, kind of need at the moment. Uh, Patsy Jenkins, the update on Rogue Squadron. I think that's going to be a belter of a film. Looking forward to that. And uh, The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we kind of knew it was happening anyway, but you know, we've got some confirmed directors and stuff. For, for that upcoming series which is good and uh, Zack Snyder's Star Wars film basically uh, is going to be uh, going into full on, full steam production uh, within the next year it sounds like so I think the, the, the name on the tin won't be Star Wars but it's good to know that this is all inspired by the Star Wars universe and could have been a Star Wars film so that's all good that's all good and then lastly yeah the old reclassification stuff for some of these films which depending on how you look at it yeah it's a bit ridiculous but 
that could be an argument that the the interwebs will have for many months and if not years i would i would assume but yeah the empire strikes back it's now a pg <laughs> and not a u apparently so that has been the um the show that has been spark of rebellion for another week as i said thank you very much to long-time listeners that have come back if you're if you listen to the show regularly it's great to have you and then new listeners if you've just discovered our show it is great to have you aboard the falcon as we go through what is happening in the world of star wars remember to follow and subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen to your podcasts on listen for free all the time it goes out every saturday we're on the socials too instagram twitter facebook do a search for us over there or go to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Instagram or forward slash Twitter. That'll take you straight there. And if you like the show and want to support us, we're on Patreon. Just go to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon. That'll take you straight there. You can jump on from various tiers, a dollar upwards, and that'd be awesome. And thank you so much to our current patrons. We love you guys. Thank you, thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you, thank you. Until next week for episode 115. My name's been Gary. Please take care of yourself and may the force be with you always. <laughs> <laughs>